And so you could literally put your head in the cutout and scream, show me the money to Jay Sugarman, just like the players would be saying. Uh, same. Doopy Brothers podcast presented by the Brotherly Game. I'm AJ, joined by my co-host, my brother. Uh, I'm Luke. Uh, we are here with our our boss and editor, Matt Ralph, to discuss some pretty fun stuff. So this episode, we're going to have uh, the first half is going to be all about the Ringers, a project we're about to tell you guys about. The second half will be um, me and Luke doing a NFL draft style, union style um, junk fest. So uh, enjoy the first half and sit through the second half just because. But Matt, thanks for coming on tonight. Thanks for having me, guys. Um, so Matt, you came to me and Luke with this project of what if the Philadelphia city had a team back in 1996? So tell us about your thoughts behind doing that project. What made you think about doing it and why now? Yeah, sure. So, uh, you know, Brother of the Game is part of the SB Nation network of sites, you know, cover basically every sport. And within the soccer world, just about all the MLS teams have a have a site dedicated to them. So, you know, we have our Black and, Black and Red United is the DC United blog. You have the uh, Sounder at Heart. You have all, you know, you have all these different blogs that are covering teams. And we kind of, we talk a lot and, you know, stuff on Slack and, you know, you're, when this 25th season thing came into came into being, you know, I, I started to kind of get jealous of some of the other sites that had, you know, like Black and Red United had a DC United team that not only started in '96 but was was good enough to win it in '96, and Columbus Crew, obviously the first uh, MLS team, and you know, there's just all this really kind of cool history that some of these other teams have. Burgundy Wave with the Colorado Rapids, another original team, and uh, once in Metro with covering the Metro Stars, and now the Red Bull. And so, uh, you know, I'm kind of jealous of that, that we, you know, we don't have that history. I mean, it's cool now that we have uh, 10 years, a decade, a full decade of, of union history to, to, to cover, even though there's not a lot of, uh, there's not, there's no trophies yet, but, you know, it, 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 I just thought it would be kind of neat to say like, hey, what if we, what if we had a team in 96? What would that look like? Uh, what would they be called? Uh, what would their uniforms look like? What, who would be on the team? And, you know, just as a kind of a thought experiment and just also as a fun exercise of, you know, where, how would, it, what would this team have been like? And we didn't really get too far into like, how would they be different? Um, maybe we can talk a little bit about some of our ideas around that and maybe do a, another follow up on that. But, uh, you know, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to think that, not to think that they would be in a different place and maybe they wouldn't be in Chester. Maybe they would be somewhere else or maybe they would be more popular or something it's it, it, you know we don't really know i mean we do know from the examples of some of the original teams that that didn't really make a difference so uh you know columbus crew you know has struggled over the years uh the the red bulls can't get fans to their beautiful stadium in, in harrison and dc united has gone through various uh you know issues and they're fun to make fun of but um yeah so that that was kind of the idea it was uh you know and and i knew it was something i didn't really want to do by myself I thought it'd be more fun to do it 
with some other people with some some other input and and obviously you know you guys were someone i i thought of immediately because you have you're you're creative and funny and and have uh, have have design uh design skills as well certainly um with aj with your napkins and then luke with your uh, you know with your your software <laughs> Appreciate yeah, it. we're a package deal. If you want Luke's skills, you're getting mine as well. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> AJ, you're like the idea guy, man. You're like you, you, you're, you know, if I say, hey, you know, like hey, and we'll talk about this. Hey, come up with some some theme nights. You're 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 all over that, and and then uh, and then it's like, okay, what kind of merchandise would they have? And Luke Luke is is is, is designing designing around that and stuff too. So I think you guys are, you know, you guys are a good team. Yeah, we're we're two halves that make up one solid man. That's what we like to think of ourselves. So, Luke, Luke, why don't you tell us about what you did for the team and the skills that you used to come up with the ringers and all that went behind your work? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. when Matt brought this up, I was like so excited immediately when um, hearing about it, a team in '96 because immediately I'm thinking about like, all right, what is the logo, what are the jerseys going to look like? Um, and then when Matt brought up the idea that maybe it's not the Philadelphia Union, that brought a whole other level of creativity that I just, you know, took down a path. And, and the first thing that I wanted to decide was, you know, the team name. It's, you know, pretty, pretty important. And I, I know we all threw out some ideas. And I think, I think, AJ, you threw out the ideas of the Philadelphia Bells and, like, having the, you know, you know based off Liberty Bell and I, and, and so that's when I, I went to the Philadelphia Ringers, and I felt like it was a, a comfortable name where it was like just kind of cheesy enough to fit the '96 teams, where there's like you know Dallas Clash and like or uh, San Jose Clash and Dallas Burn, like kind of like names that were kind of weird and not like European names, but like not necessarily like animal names like you know other American sports. So I think I thought it like kind of fit, and it, and it was like had a Philadelphia ties. So I thought that the Philadelphia Ringers like fit and you know it was a it was a easy imagery to work off of so i i then uh you know obviously i had to work the bell into the logo and i wanted to give it enough of like a 90s flair to it so all the branding i made i kind of made it kind of look kind of you know a little blurry or glitchy and have some little details to make it look like it was a little dated and the typography wanted to make it feel kind of i don't know it kind of reference a little bit of the dc united type typography and then the jerseys was was the fun part doing um, and I'm working off those because I, I based it off of the, the Nike templates from the 96 teams and it was like the Metro Stars and I'm pretty sure the, the Galaxy had this template with the Nike there's like the diagonals on those sleeves that like worked into the logo pretty well so that was an easy pick to, to work the jerseys um, and yeah I just kind of had a lot of fun with it because it was a product that was pretty open ended and was able to have a lot of creative freedom so I kind of ran with that yeah, you definitely did, and I didn't take any offense to you not choosing any of my names, so that's cool. Yeah, that was my first first idea, is to choose something that wasn't AJ's idea. <laughs> so what were some of your ideas, Jay? I, I, so I was not involved in the naming process at all, and I've had several people, friends and everything, you know, who've really enjoyed the project. Who said, "Man, the name the name is great. I love that." And I was like, "Yeah, well, it's not. I didn't I didn't have anything to do with it." <laughs> Uh, so, I, don't yeah. I don't remember all of my ideas. Um, I, I remember we... I was kind of through some Philadelphia soccer history, and one that jumped out to me was the Philadelphia Stoners. I thought that would be a big, big kick. Um, 
Yeah, yeah no, I mean, just I, up, but wasn't going to use that. Something with Liberty Bells. What yeah, yeah I felt like it needed to be kind of like standalone from like, there's like the, the Stoners and like, there's like the Adams who could have like recreated, oh, yeah, yeah. but I feel like it should have been like its own thing. And I and mm-hmm. having some sort of Philadelphia tie was like the the link that like brought the ringers into life. And yeah, and again, it's just like, just like cheesy enough to fit in the time period. Yeah, definitely. With the Wiz and the Clash and the yeah. Burn, all those good ones. Um, I think, like I said in the piece, I mean, DC United was the only team that had a, a what you would call a traditional soccer team name, and you know they they basically instantly, even their uniforms, everything about DC United, I think, in terms of their branding, had a classic feel to it. And I think if you look back, those are probably the ones that would fit most in, in today. Um, mm-hmm. But but I think the Ringers, it really is, it does look like a product of the time. Uh, it's actually, I think, what Luke did was probably better than <laughs> what would have been done. <laughs> um, but but it j- j- because you obviously have you're doing it in 2020, and um, you know you have a little bit of you know, there's been some pr- progress pr- progression in you know design and just uniform and the way things are made. Uh, but I do think it there is definitely that that sense of having an S at the end of the name of the team. And I mean, I definitely think from, from the get go, it's like, there's, they would not, the, the Philadelphia union is too, it's almost like too uh, nuanced or something for a team to be called that in 1996. Right. And then, and then with the logo itself, like it, it couldn't have like a traditional like shape, like a circle or like the crest It needed to be like, I feel like, like the burn is like a, it's like a horse. It's like there's no like tradition in terms of like the the branding in in, in, Ameri- in MLS when it launched. So I wanted to kind of use that for the, to dictate how the logo looked. So. Yeah, that, that all sounds awesome. It turned out great. Um, check it out. That was part one of the the project. Then in part two, I believe Matt, you you really put together a legit roster. You did a lot of research, or maybe you just knew this because you're super smart, um, but you were able to find a lot of players and the mechanisms that they used to put the teams together back in 96. So why don't you talk about building the team and kind of give some highlights of some of the players that you were able to get onto the ringers? Yeah, so unlike you guys, I was actually at an age where, I mean, Luke is <laughs> a baby. He doesn't remember 1996. Nope. Uh, AJ, you were in elementary school. So I was actually in high school at the time. I was in 1996. I was uh, 18. So I I was 17 when the league launched. So, um, and I remember that. I remember kind of, and I talk about this in the the first part. But you know, you know, drawing the logos in my notebook and the crew logo is the one I like the best. Um, And so, so I, you know, I have I have more of a memory of the league, and you know, I, I I knew some of the players. I mean, Brian McBride was was one of my favorite players back then, and. I mean, you know, even you watch the clips they've been showing, and that first goal that he scored, it's just, you know, one of the, one of the great goals in MLS mm-hmm. history. I mean, just such a such a such a great ball a ball player, and um, so I do have some memories of these guys and like seeing them over the years. But it was, you know, as you know, it was it, it was hard to kind of really follow the league super close just because there there weren't teams here. I mean. I never actually, I didn't actually go to an MLS game until many years later after it started. I did see the fire play at Soldier Field in 1998, but it wasn't an MLS game and saw them against Chivas. So 
you know, I didn't have a lot of experience going to games or seeing. So you, you said there's a lot of things you you miss because you're not following a team week in week week out like we do, obviously now with the union. And so, but I still knew a lot of these names and obviously U.S. teams and stuff. So I look back in terms of how these teams were put together and the the, the way it started was they had these. I mean, it's so MLS, man. They started out with allocation, you know, where they basically. <laughs> Whatever players they could talk into signing with the league, they talked into sign. You know, they 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 worked out these contracts. And there's some really funny stories. I encourage everyone listening to to sort of seek out some of these stories about you know how did uh, you know um, how did some of these players end up in the league. And uh, there's there's a really funny story about what uh, what they did to uh, Colorado to keep Marcelo Balboa happy, uh, buying him a really expensive car and stuff. So you had you you know you had all these kind of different weird stories and. And so I, you know, I was thinking about it was it was actually really hard to think about what players would be allocated to a Philadelphia team because it's hard to know. You know, the league was so unknown, and it actually was supposed to start in '95, and that didn't happen. And you know, the the, the World Cup obviously happening here in Philadelphia or Philadelphia in in, in the U.S. in '94 did give some, you know, kind of was was a good recruiting tool for some of these some of these people to come. You know, obviously Carlos Valderrama, you know, experienced the World Cup in the U.S. and that was part of, you know, convincing him to play and also the fact that he was the age that he was then, <laughs> even though he was still an incredible player. So, so it was just kind of, I mean, some, part of it was just kind of like randomly looking through lists of, of players. But, you know, I settled on obviously Ernie, Ernie Stewart. I thought it would just be fun to imagine if he had come to the league earlier. And obviously, uh, you know, he has a connection to the union, uh, was the, was the, sporting director for uh, for a little while and so i just thought he would be really you know the type of player that you know would have been a big deal for philadelphia to get back then and and then i i, I you know picked some other <laughs> some other people uh you know john john audridge was a was a striker for the republic of ireland and they were really a, a really popular team in the 94 world cup and they played at giant stadium and he scored some goals and you know he he uh he had some little uh he had some incidents as well. He was a kind of a character, but I, I thought that would be fun to have a. I just felt appropriate to have an Irish guy playing in in, in Philadelphia, and then uh, Ian Hennessy is someone someone I know and I've I've known over the years. He's a coach at Delaware, so he he's also from the Republic of Ireland. So I, got, I had him. I I acquired him through uh through the through the through the player draft. So so you know I picked the four players. Um, you know also also picked up another uh, U.S. Uh, uh, Thomas Dooley, a player I loved. He's sort of the one of the one of the earlier Germanicans who you know was raised, grew up in Germany, played in Germany, and then later came to the U.S. and was a, was just a, a stalwart captain and just a stalwart defender for the U.S. men's national team. So I figured he'd be he'd be someone you'd build a build a back line around, and certainly uh, you know Philadelphia team. I think even in '96 would have been uh, would have would have there would have been a focus on defense. Uh, because I think that's just the nature of Philadelphia sports, right? <laughs> I think the Adams, you know, that that was one of their focuses was defense when they won uh, won the won their championship in '73, and you know, and I, we, you know, I, I I went into the Adams history a little bit to pick up some guys uh, with Al Miller, you know, the legendary coach from Lebanon County, uh, brought him out of retirement for this for this project, and uh, you know, and then started the piece together. You know, they had the the, the college draft then they had the 
the player, uh, you know, new basically a player a player draft draft any players that were interested in the league that weren't necessarily like the big allocation. And so you just kind of go down and you start to look at, you know, what players were playing in other teams. I, I, I like dipped into the kicks roster a little bit because that was a professional team. I looked at the Philadelphia Freedom were a professional team at the time. So just, you know, looking at different things. And I, and I kind of wanted to make it fun with connections of people who were from the area, uh, who have connections to the union. And, uh, you know, I also was a little partial to guys who ended up being uh, coaches like Jesse Marsh and, and, you know, some of these other guys like Benny. Uh, well, Benny wasn't one of Benny Olson wasn't, wasn't, wasn't available then, but uh, just finding guys who ended up being coaches like Omid Namazi, who's an assistant at Houston and he played for the kicks and, you know, you start to kind of go through and, and find, find these fun connections you know, I ended up, um, Andrew Craig was a guy who played for the freedom and, he uh we'll actually have a little story on him uh, coming up soon but he uh, his 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 boys are in the academy and he's a he's a philly guy <laughs> through and through and so uh you know richie graham was a was a heck of a, a ball player kind of i kind of added him as a late uh late ad because I, I i don't think i um like i wasn't thinking about him uh for whatever reason so so yeah just a lot of different guys who uh you know through various connections i mean i i ended up rating the metro stars uh, I made a rule that I couldn't take more than one player from that would played for another uh, MLS original team. So I did make an exception for players from the area, and the Metro Stars happened to have uh, three three guys from the area. So I, I rated them for those the guys, and then you know another MLS original who lives in the area is uh, is is the father of Jack DeVries, the the Union homegrown. So I, I you know brought him aboard, and you know just started to started to piece together a roster. It was it was really a fun process, and you know 96 was not that long ago and there's not a lot of great information about that time period so it was it was it was a little it was a little challenging to kind of go through you know i found i found some opening day rosters or lineups like columbus crew has some of that stuff posted but it's all just pdf like visual like um image pdf so you can't search it Oh, yeah. stuff like that where you you know I was like why is this person's name not showing up I uh you know the 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 original the Columbus crew original from from Delaware which was cool you guys talked with uh, Anthony Fontana about that right. <laughs> about Rob Smith, uh, Rob who was Smith first, yeah. first from Delaware to score uh years before Anthony did but um so yeah so it's like trying to find information was was a little tricky and uh but but fun See? fun fun exercise yeah, so you built this team playing general manager. How do you think it would stack up against the other MLS teams? Do you have any feelings like uh, you, you put together an all-star team, or are we going to get smoked every game? Uh, you know, I, you know, I was looking at that. I, I, I mean, it looks like a decent team to me, but again, I, I, I'm not. You know, I, I'm definitely a homer, so <laughs> I, I would probably put together a team that of players that I, I, you know, that I liked and knew or had connections to, and, and maybe they wouldn't. It wouldn't be as good as uh, some of the other teams. I, I don't think they would have beaten DC United. I mean, that DC United team was 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 pretty spectacular that first year. But yeah. I think they, I think it, I think that team on the field would compete. And I think you got some um, you know you got some good uh, some good players on there. You know who you know playing for your hometown team. You know that carries some weight. And you know at the time, I think a lot of those guys, you know, they were doing other things. You know, you, you they weren't making. They weren't making a lot of money playing playing MLS. Um, some of the guys were 
doing okay because they were allocated and, and all that. But, you know, uh, Ian Hennessy, who played for the, the Metro Stars, was was in grad school at Columbia at the time. And uh, I, I, I texted him. I told him I was going to I was going to steal him from the Metro Stars for this project. And, and I said, yeah, uh, you, you'll just have to transfer to Penn. Uh, so you can train the team and everything. He said, "Sure." So I'll throw in a, I'll throw in a, I'll throw in a case of, uh, case of Guinness. He's like, "Sounds like a good deal." So, <laughs> but, you know that the, you had guys that were doing, you know that you know they weren't making a lot of money, and so there really was this sense of, particularly the guys who were more the reserves, who weren't the the, the marquee players, who who the league. Uh, wooed to play you know the, these guys were you know really playing for the love of the game and they were putting you know they're they're putting their heart and soul into this and and you know had some of them had young families and were trying to make ends meet and you know and, and trying to do this because because of how much they they wanted to keep playing and wanted to help build uh build this this top flight league that that you know the u.s hadn't had a league uh, an indoor league or outdoor league you know you had indoors and indoor leagues and stuff so you know there's there's definitely, I think, uh, you know, there's definitely, I, I personally, you know, have a lot of respect for these guys who, and I, I'm, I'm, whenever I meet someone or come across someone who's a, who's an MLS original, uh, you know, I always say to them how, you know, I always say, you know, thank you for, for contributing to starting this thing, you know, cause it wasn't, it wasn't just a given that just because you were good enough that you were going to be able to make it work and that, uh, you know, that no one knew, uh, if this league would whatever would last or as long as it has and uh, so yeah it's there's something really really neat about about that 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 chapter of of soccer history in the u.s yeah man and and it was fantastic kind of reading the history behind these players and all all that you kind of found out so that was that was part two of the team um and so We've heard about the name of the team and looks and stuff, the players, but then what about game day experience? Well, that, that's where I stepped in um, because you can completely make that stuff up, and that's my that's my wheelhouse. Um, so I did a little research for all you young kids. 1996 was a lot different than 2020. Uh, you were allowed to go outside, which was cool. Um, but the internet was just coming along and so some of the things i hit on were the ask jeeves night so or booth so some of you elderly folk like matt will might remember when ask jeeves became a thing and it was kind of like google but you just type in a question and so someone would help you work the internet in the what would kind of be like the toyota plaza outside of where they're playing they're also playing at franklin field i don't think we mentioned that um Another table that, this was my favorite table when attending Ringer's games, was the Nintendo 64 demo table, where you had games like Mario Kart and GoldenEye. And true story, my wife's birthday was yesterday, and what did she ask for? Mario Kart. Um, <laughs> so we got her Mario Kart. So those memories of sitting outside Ringer's games, pregame, playing some N64, uh, they're still... still near and dear to the heart, if you will. Um, the owner of the team was still Jay Sugarman, of course. Uh, and one of the popular movies of the time was a movie called Jerry Maguire. It's a classic, so if you haven't seen it, go check it out, you young kids. Um, but there's a famous scene where the football player is screaming, show me the money, show me the money, because he wants to get paid. And so you could literally 
put your head in the cutout and scream, show me the money to Jake Sugarman, <laughs> just like the players would be saying. Uh, same. Um, let's see, some other fun stuff. Uh, we had some theme nights going on in the 90s. Karaoke was big. And so on the screen, um, during stoppages, lyrics would come up of songs. The stadium would break out in song for about 10 to 15 seconds and get pumped up. Sitcoms, 90s sitcoms were some of the best. Uh, some hits such as Seinfeld, Friends, Frasier, Home Improvement. Um, I'll tell you, man, I'm still binge watching some Seinfeld right now and some Friends. But they had a sitcom night. And so you got to go to the stadium just as a sitcom character. The only problem is, is we all dress like sitcom characters all the time. They weren't very uh, costumey. So it was kind of a flop because you couldn't really tell who was dressed up as a sitcom character, such as Jerry Seinfeld, or if you were just a dude going to a soccer game. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was a big, was a, was a big hit, um, except Will Smith couldn't be there because he was reshooting some scenes from his movie Independence Day. My favorite night was Ball Day. The ball, so Bat Day at Phillies games was a big hit. Fans under 18 received little mini baseball bats. And so the ringers decided to hit up on this and hand out little mini soccer balls. Um, there's a slight problem when fans saw ball boys tossing balls to players. The fans thought that they should toss their mini balls to the players as well. And, uh, well, it was a little chaotic when the ball would go out of bounds and field players are getting pelted with mini soccer balls. So, um, that, that did have to be scratched. Uh, let's see, another popular night. Maybe maybe the most controversial was Dog Night. 101 Dalmatians was released in 1996. And so to increase awareness of dog adoptions, um, well, 101 Dalmatians were released around the stadium. And uh, they, they did find their way onto the field, causing a lot of stoppages, but in the second half, um, the teams agreed, let's not stop the game. If there's a dog on the field, let's just play around them safely. So uh, there's a lot of crap to clean out from cleats, but, you know, it was all it was all worth it for the dog adoptions. All dogs were adopted. Um, so it, it was fun looking up things that were going on in 1996. Like Matt said, I was in elementary school. I was, I was in fourth grade. Uh, so kind of right in my prime of a lot of those promos, playing some N64, pulling all-nighters, playing video games with my buddies. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was it was fun times going down to Ringers games. Uh, it was the first time me, me and Luke met Matt in our imaginary situation. Um, and there's a great picture of the three of us in part three of this, this yeah, saga. I look pretty uh, old for a two-year-old, but yeah, it, was, it looks, looks good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you were, you were always mature beyond your age <laughs> um let's see anything else we want to talk about game game day stuff guys i know you guys throw some stuff there as well i liked your um addition of the sponsor i think you should mention that one. Oh yeah jay sugar and he needed that money um so instead of uh a bimbo sponsor he came up with the idea he was the first team to have a sponsor on the jersey um it was a real groundbreaking thing for american sports unfortunately he chose enron um <laughs> who they're they a very controversial company back in the 90s um 
And so that, that was a big problem and pretty embarrassing for the Ringers organization. So a few years later, once Bimbo was announced, it was uh, welcomed with open arms from all fans, despite any confusion of the word. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, the dupe song, the dupe song was not was not the goal scoring song. Um, so Matt, I'm gonna put you on the spot for a second, just because I see, I think I think you want to do it. I think you're gonna be the man to share. What what did everyone sing when? Goals are scored. Well, I, I think the idea was uh, to do uh, Macarena because that was a popular song at the time. And and after, uh, uh, as I wrote it, uh, into the first half, there was a goal scored, and it went over so poorly that they changed at halftime because uh, <laughs> they realized that you can't really sing along to the Macarena very easily. Uh, particularly people um, who aren't you know aren't good aren't good at anything other than English. And so, so the so the idea was that instead of "Hey Macarena," it would be "Goal Macarena." Not my idea. I think that was UAJ. Yep. But it, it would it would be something like "Goal Macarena," and then and then it would just be the song playing, and then "Goal Macarena," but no one did it except for me and you and uh, Luke and uh, and AJ. So that was the end of that. And I think they decided at halftime they would put on Shoop instead. And so Shoop became the official goal-scoring song of the Philadelphia Ringers, which brings me to my final point. We were not the Doopy brothers back in 1996. Nine-year-old AJ, um, two-year-old Luke, and our editor and boss who, well, I think you said you were, what, 52 years old back in 96, Matt? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ageless. I don't age. <laughs> We, we came up with this podcast thing, the first of its kind, we were the Shoopy Brothers. So, uh, that, that's it for the Ringers Project. Um, if you haven't had a chance to check it out, go to brotherlygame.com now. It's broken up into three parts. Um, team stuff, like origins, players, and then game day experience stuff. So go check out those stories. Very fun project. Uh, Matt, I want to say thanks for coming on, but really thanks for letting us contribute to that. It was fun coming up with ideas and letting you actually, or having you actually let us do that with you. You were accepting those ideas because you didn't have to do that. No, I, I appreciate your guys' help. And, 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 and I'll be adding some other stuff. I think, uh, you know, since, since there's not a lot of content right now, uh, you know, I'm going to be doing some other things related to 1996 and, like I said, I have an interview with Andrew Cray talking about what it was like at the time playing for professional soccer for the Philadelphia Freedoms in 96 and, you know, some other things I have uh, I'd love to do. Uh, unfortunately, I, I, don't, I only have time to do a small percentage of all the things I want to do. And AJ and Luke, you can attest to that. Some of the emails I send or things I, I bring up. A lot of times I just I, – I, I come up with a bunch of ideas and then I figure, like, the ones that sort of hang around and actually – come to fruition are the ones that are are generally the ones that uh, maybe were were, were good ideas <laughs> <laughs> well this one was a great idea and we appreciate you uh letting us in on it um matt thanks again for coming on tonight and talking about the project uh yeah and if, if you haven't gone and checked out get on brotherly game right now great thanks guys thanks for having me on uh, keep up the great work thanks 
All right, guys, come back after this break for the Union Draft Palooza. Hey, guys, it's the JP Brothers Podcast presented by the Brotherly Game. Thanks for listening to our segment with Matt talking about the ringers. Um, tonight, me and Luke are going to be doing a draft of Palooza. We decided to record on the first night in about a month that had has actual sports news, so that was done by us. Um, so we're missing the NFL draft right now, but we're going to bring you an even better draft. We're going to have four different drafts for on this podcast night. Um, it's going to be a draft of Palooza, so we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, but let's first talk about what Philly, the union, are doing. Luke, why don't you talk about uh, the Fight for Philly campaign? Yeah, so the union announced this this new Fight for Philly campaign earlier this week, um, which is supposed to help um, a lot of different areas. So one thing there, so it's partnered with Captain Morgan, and Captain Morgan um, is going to give Philly like like fifty thousand dollars to um, give to community efforts for the the uh, coronavirus uh, efforts. And then the Union Foundation are also going to distribute um, 2,000 meals to healthcare workers at local hospitals and to residents in Chester. They're going to deliver 3,000 face shields to healthcare providers and 2,000 personal protective equipment um, donated to area healthcare locations and grocery stores. So that's that's really cool. There's also um, they're selling T-shirts. So the and then T-shirts also the the proceeds of these T-shirts go towards those efforts, but also to support the stadium staff the super park stadium staff um and then there's also the captain morgan challenge uh which if you submit a nutmeg video to this challenge um they will donate money um for each each submission so aj's gonna have to submit um some nutmeg videos of him you know dicing up his kids so that's gonna be good i'll do my best i'll do my best that's cool stuff for the union um not much else going on in union world uh, a little less Significant would be Philadelphia 2 is just wrapping up. I took part on the in the Xbox Casual League, uh, which is the lower division of competition. I didn't do good, I would say. <laughs> oh, I finished four um, I think that's out of like 19 matches. I had four wins, um, two ties. That means a lot more losses. Two of my wins were forfeits, so those are some free points. Um, got, I mean, it's a little frustrating sometimes to keep losing uh i i felt like brendan aronson out there you know i i know what should happen and then it doesn't happen uh, i just can't move as fast as my brain's thinking um so he he's made a lot more improvements than i've been able to make on my fifa game so um yeah that, that's been fun i think they're doing a call of duty one next uh i don't i don't dare play that um so yeah that's about it that's going on Last episode, me and Luke did a draft of Philadelphia Union American players. Brotherly Game put up our rosters. The fans voted, and Luke, congratulations, you won that one. Thank you, thank you. I was it was a close close vote. I won by uh, it was fifty six percent for me, so it was, it was tight. Oh, that's actually closer than I expected. Last time I saw, I was getting spanked. So, um, yeah, yeah, but tonight. I'm going to make a comeback. Uh, tonight is the Philadelphia Union draft of Palooza. So in honor of the NFL draft going on, we're going to have multiple drafts on here. Here's going to be the rundown of our draft of Palooza. First, me and Luke will do a draft of all-time 
union players, non-Americans, so international union player drafts. Um, another kind of draft is military draft. So we'll draft some union players into different parts of the military. Um, then, of course, you can't ignore the MLS Super Draft. So we'll have a draft of union super draft picks. And then possibly my favorite kind of draft is draft beer. So we'll give some uh, union player-inspired draft beer names. So, Luke, are you ready for draft of Palooza? Yeah, let's, let's kick it off. Let's kick it off. All right. So, rules of the draft. We're going to draft uh, starting 11. Um, none of the players can be American. Choose whatever formation you want. Luke, I'm going to let you take the first pick. Ah, sweet. Uh, international players awesome well that's that makes my my pick very easy because i'm gonna go with uh let's go. darn yep okay yeah uh, can't can't not fair. pick let's go for the first pick yeah that, that's a good pick i'll admit it i'll go with my first pick i'll go with mm, i'll go with barnett all right that would yeah that would have been my my other top one all right. right cool cool my 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 second pick sorry what were you gonna say i was gonna say do we want to do snake but we didn't do snake on the last one so yeah. we'll just alternate pick let's keep it the same all right so yeah. i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with montero oh okay second pick good call i'm gonna go with carlos ruiz oh interesting mm-hmm. that's a good one that's a good one darn it I don't know if you would have picked him for not, me to take him so early. Yeah, not, I wouldn't have picked him that early. But it's a good pick, though, nonetheless. It is. So my my next pick will then be um, Vincent Nagara. Darn it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair, fair. I'm going to go with uh, uh, Dodge Call. Oh, the other. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Okay. All right. So my... My next pick will be, um, I want to go with Carlos Valdez. Darn it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. This is frustrating. This is frustrating. <laughs> All right. I, I like my spine so far. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Darn. Okay. Um, oh, do I go? Mm, where do I go? All right. This, gosh, I don't like it. <laughs> I just uh, I'm not ahead. I'm do right now. All right, I'll go with uh, another defender. I'm gonna go. This this might be a surprise, and I'm I'm probably reaching. No, I'm not gonna reach. I'm gonna go Jack Elliott. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Okay, my my next pick. I'm actually gonna go with the defender again, and I'm gonna go with uh, Kai Wagner. Oh, you son of a gun. <laughs> I swear to you, if I was picking first, I would have the same. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, you let me go first. So you so this, two is, defend. Yeah, this is your, your, your decision. Yeah. All right. My next one. Um, I'll go the cheat code. I'll go El Signo. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I was I was waiting to pull, to pull that trigger. All right. That's good. My next one... This one might be a bit of a... No, I, I, I like this pick. I'm going Casper. Mm, I think him and yeah, Latour yeah, are going to have some fun up there. I knew you were going to take him at some point. I had him on my list, but 
I I don't know if I can do better at striker right now, but I don't know why I didn't choose him. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I'm going to go. I think I got to go in the back. Uh, yeah, I don't think you'll choose him. Like, now I'm like, I've, I've got to take this a little more serious right now. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, oh, no, I'm going to go Harris. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that he, I, he just didn't fit into my midfield. I would have picked him earlier. That's a, that's a good yeah. pick. Okay. Hmm. It's interesting. I'm finding that there's not a lot of wingers from this list that I can pick from. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with... Hmm. Oh, man, this is tough. All right, I'm just gonna go with Andre Blake. Okay, the keeper. Yeah, that's that's, that's probably a dumb pick. Could have could have saved that, but that's that's where I'm going. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I'm going to go with. Uh, I'm just loading up with the spine. I don't know if this is smart or not, but I actually feel a little bit. Mm, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm just gonna do it. Lessness. Oh dang! I that was my next one. I should have went that did that earlier. Yeah, man, I feel good about this guy. I think yeah. he's gonna be. I think he's a legit player. Mm-hmm. I think he's That's gonna good. be aiming Philadelphia even more beyond okay. just that goal. Okay, so I'm gonna have to change my my formation a bit, but I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Santos. Hmm. He, he was up on my forward list. By, uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. I like mm-hmm. it. That's cool. Good. I can't argue with that. All right. I'm going to go David Akam. Oh, that's good. There you go. Oh, that, there's a winger that I that I probably overlooked, but yeah, it's a good pick. Okay. Hmm. Okay. So my next pick is going to be huh. so we have three picks left yeah i'm gonna go with torres roger torres yeah roger torres hmm. and my midfield is gonna be maybe a little bit weak defensively but i, I like those players okay hey man we'll we'll, we'll see how See how America votes. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. Uh, shoot, man. I'm missing. Uh, defense is tough, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Well, that's, that's where I'm having a hard time. It's finding like solid defenders. Um, all right, I might have to come back to that. That's you took you took what I want there. All right. Um, I'm going to go with Chaco Madonna. Okay, that's good. That's a good pick. All right. Um, so I'm going to have to go. Um, I, I obviously have to go defense. So I'm going to pick. Hmm. I'm going to pick the only right back that I see that. I don't. That's it. I'm going to go with Mbezo. Yeah, 
There, yeah, so that's the thing. Ray Gaddis has uh, kind of eliminated the right back position as far as international players. Yeah. Um, so I ended up scrapping outside backs. So you took Wagner and Gaddis, so you have outside backs, but I decided I'm just going to go three center mids, uh, I mean, central defenders. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, just, I mean, my team's not. I was going to say, my team's not good. <laughs> I'm going to go. Uh, my last defender, I'm going to go with Steven Vittoria. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I've got three center backs, Vittoria, Glesnes, and Elliot. Nice. All right. With, so yeah. with Harris protecting. So wait, so I need, uh, yeah, so I have one more, my last pick. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Colin, be my second center back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was, he was going to be the next one I was going to take yeah. if I didn't take Victoria. My last one, I'm filling out my keeper spot with Mondragon. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. It is good. It is good. Thank you. Um, nice, man. So do you have your lineup right to review? So I'm yeah. going to announce mine, then you can. Yeah, go for it. All right. So uh, looking at my lineup, it really looks like, gosh, it's kind of like a 3-4-3, three, three, but kind of also like a three six one i feel like uh kevin during our live podcast when you just loaded up on mid uh-huh. yeah but i got my beginning goal um I, i've got three center backs victoria jacob glissness and jack elliott i've got harris playing the six with uh midfielders three midfielders in front of them maidana dachko and barnetta i've got il senior and the com on the outside wings with Carlos Ruiz as my striker. Nice. nice. All right. All right. So, so mine's like, it's a 4-3-3, kind of like a 4-2-3-1. So I have Blake in the back, and then Wagner, Valdez, Colin, and Beza left to right. And then I have Montero and Aguera kind of like holding midfielders. Um, and then above him, above them is Roger Torres. And then on my like the left wing I have Latou, and then the right wing I have Santos, and then Casper's up top. Okay. Um, I'll tell you right now, I'm gonna I'm gonna crush this vote uh, when when people vote. My team's gonna dominate. Your team sucks, man. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. <laughs> you, just, sure. you just said your team sucked. <laughs> nah, you know when I heard your team, you've got. A guy who's not starting at right back. Uh, you have a spot starter in Torres. Um, you got two strikers who can't stay healthy in Casper and Santos. Uh, oh yeah, you're in trouble, man. I I have especially two. Any I, I win. I have the two. That that's the only thing that's going to get you votes in this. And I, any names on here not I, picked that you were kind of surprised? I have two that I thought might be picked. Um. I was gonna I was gonna throw in Alberg and then maybe Fabian. Fabian was one. Alberg I I've never liked him, right. so I wasn't gonna put him on my team. Um, but yeah, Fabian was the other one that was on my list. Or Claberson, just not just more of pedigree. Right. I don't know. If you look at my team, it's like kind of just. Yeah, I feel like he would fit my team, but. Yeah. Maybe, not really. Yeah. Um, and then like Fabino, right, if, Fabino. If you picked, uh, if Fabino, uh, he would. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I guess I could have done a little better there. Um, yeah, that's cool. That was that was fun. I'm excited for my team. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, 
can't wait to see this up on Brotherly Game. So go, go on Brotherly Game, check out my team, vote for AJs, and let's move on. Cool. So, Draft of Blue continues with drafting Union players into the military. Um, this one, Luke, I'm going to be honest, I told you we were going to do this, and I didn't really come up with any organization for this. So, I just kind of picked some... I don't know, I just pick some names of players and reasonings for why I think they might be good military people. Um, I don't know if you took it and went a little more organized because I see you wrote some stuff down, but... Yeah, you, no, you uh, go first. You go first. <laughs> so, so the first name that uh, for our military draft, I had to go with um, the Colonel. You know what I'm talking about? Okay, yeah, yeah. I was like, ah, oh, duh, the old keeper, uh, Carlos Miguel Cornell, the colonel. So I had to go with him. The next name that popped into my head was um, uh, Gooch. I was like, Gooch would be a beast in the military. You wouldn't yeah. want to mess with him, face to face with him. Uh, Maurice Adu kind of fits that same. I just feel like he'd be very calm under pressure, very put together. Bedoya kind of fills that same void. Um, him and Edu, if they're kind of leading things, I feel like they'd be very calm under pressure and be uh, people would follow them into battle. Mm -hmm. um, Kai Wagner, I just thought of him as kind of like a tough dude, German German dude, probably mm -hmm. just mess someone up. Um, Corbin Bone, that guy doesn't give a crap about anything. <laughs> He'll just go out and crush you. And he's got the name for like a real violent dude, like someone will really mess you up, Corbin Bone. So. That was him. Uh, Harris, I, I think he would just point a lot. And I think, you know, he'd see military people coming over a hill and he'd point at them and then you'd go and fight them. And then he'd point somewhere else. And so he'd just stand in the back and point and tell you where to go fight. Um, okay. And so I guess I'm thinking old military style where like you marched at people and <laughs> someone pointed and you marched at them, not like use a computer and drop bombs or something. Uh -huh. And then the last was. Ray Gaddis, because he's, uh, he's a trooper. One, someone who's like spiritual, religious, and who everyone loves, and who won't won't ever go away. And his fighting spirit and stuff. Um, I mean, how could you not want to fight alongside him? So that's my thoughts behind drafting those guys into the military. Nice. So let's hear what what you came up with when okay. I told you let's, let's have a military draft. Yeah. So I was gonna like try to put players into the different branches. Um, so I'll go through, like you mentioned guys that I would use. So let's, I'm going to start with guys who I'd put in the national guard. Okay. So I would, I, I took that as like, you know, American players, but like defensive players, cause you know, they're defending the country kind of thing. Uh -huh. so, so that's why I put Gooch in there and I, I would put Moa do in there as well. And then maybe right. like Keegan Rosenberry, like, you know, American defenders, that kind of thing. Um, okay. That's cool. I think, yeah, Gooch is definitely a standout for, for national guard. And then. Um, Navy, <laughs> my only, con I'm my only way to connect Navy to anyone is like, like I don't know, like water and stuff. So we always say uh, Danny Cruz is always so sweaty, so he's always so <laughs> wet. <laughs> so he's he's going to the Navy's for some reason. He's yeah, he's a tough guy. He's you know big dude. So I think he would fit there. Dude, I, I can picture him like popping his head out of the water and yeah. like looking around yeah and he'll look exactly like the same seal. exactly the same as if we got subbed in to a game in in the 60th minute yeah um, he's standing there under the 
under the board, getting ready to sign in or sub in. The guy's drenched. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck happened to this guy? Like they didn't wash his jersey or they didn't put it in the dryer or something. It's crazy. Yeah. All right. Go on. Well and, done. And okay. then um, Air Force. So I just took that as like, oh, the guys are good good at headers, like you know, using their head, you know, up in the air. So I put Con- I would put Connor Casey in there. And then yeah. I, I was struggling to find another one, maybe Jack Elliott because he's tall, but maybe Mel would do. He had like the legendary header goal. Um, right. I, yeah, I don't know who else that could, you would fit in there um, in, in that you know circumstance. And then Army, um, that one I didn't really know how to like define or or but but I liked your your Harris. Uh, it's like pointing or his like organization skills and everything. Like he's very. You know, he keeps everyone together. I feel like that he would be a good and good army addition, and mm-hmm. and then yeah, Ray Gaddis is just like the perfect soldier. So you know, put him in there. Maybe. Yeah. So yeah, that's... I did have some. I did have some absolute nose. Uh, like there, I don't want them in my army. That'd be any French. The French can't fight, <laughs> and and he's just too nice. You wouldn't want someone that nice. Uh-huh. Um, and I actually said no, Jack Elliott. I think he's just too tall. Uh, and again, I guess in my head, I'm picturing like marching soldiers and it's like this line of soldiers and then Jack Elliott's like sticking head and shoulders above everyone else. Yeah, it's the big target. Um, yeah, big target. And then the last one, of course, is Charlie Lyon. Uh, he's just a national treasure, so I can't have him oh, you gotta on protect, the lines. Pr- protect him at all costs. Yeah. yeah, he'll be he'll be helping write the Constitution or something. Mm-hmm. In fact, small uh, unknown fact is Charlie Lyon's signature is, is on the original Constitution twice. So, <laughs> all right. But, all right. So that was a solid waste of time. Um, let's go on to this next one. We're gonna draft of draft the drafts of super drafts. So, yeah. I don't know. The super draft is that still a thing? That's not gonna be a thing. I mean, it it might not be. The, I mean, it already went digital, so it already beat the the NFL in that in that edge. But uh, I think next year is just going to be completely gone. I mean, right? Yeah, yeah, probably at, at this trend. Um, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do five aside and no keeper. That's what we decided. Yeah, five aside, no keeper of only Philadelphia Union draft picks from the past. Right. All right. So yeah. So you go first this time. Um, yeah, I was going to say you went first, so now I'm going to go first. And, I mean, looking at these names, it's just like I, I don't recognize a bunch of them. Yeah. Um, and, like, we're pretty diehard fans here. But, you know, my first pick, uh, I got to go with mm, – I got to go with my son's namesake, Keegan Rosenberry. Nice. Yeah, that's not a bad pick. Yeah. Um, okay, so my first pick, I'll also go a defender, and I'm going to go Jack Elliott. Oh, darn. Darn, darn, darn. Okay. Um, oh, gosh. I was going to... Okay, well, I'm not going to pick him because I just picked someone who plays that position. So I'm going <laughs> to go up top, and I'm going to go with one of the first jerseys whose name I got on the back, Jack Mack. Nice. That's a good yeah. sal- salad addition. Um, yeah. All right, I'm gonna also go with attacker. I'm gonna go Michael Farfan. Darn, that was my next one. Yeah, he's underrated Union player. He was he was fun to watch. Totally agree. Totally underrated. Um, yeah, wish we 
got more experience with them. Um, all right, so then I'm going to go Moby. Nice. Yeah, good call. Jack all trade. I'll probably just put him in the middle. Keegan mm-hmm. in the back, Jack top, and Moby in the middle. Okay, so my third pick. Whew. I'll put a Moby in the back with Jack. Okay, yeah. I mean, with uh, Keegan. Okay. Um, you don't care. Go no, ahead. I, I don't care. Um, I'm going to go. <laughs> who? I'm going to go with Fabian Herbers. Okay. Third yeah. Pick. I mean, he's, he's still playing in the league. Yeah. I so. feel like. I feel like in this, the, we're not taking a long time on these picks because we have a lot to choose from. It's like you're looking for someone who's, one, played in the league. Two, if they've played multiple games or years, that's a solid pick right now. Right. I mean, it's it's tough picking here. Uh-huh. Um, all right. So that brings me to the first pick all the time. Danny Mwanga. Okay. Um, all right, so my fourth pick, and I'm I'm actually surprised we left him on here so long. I'm going Ray Gattis. So that and that, I picked Keegan, and so it'd be dumb to pick Ray because they play oh, in the yeah, same yeah. position. Okay, yeah, yeah. I kind of so. I kind of wanted to get an attacker before I went back to defense. So, right, right. cool. All right, um, so we each have one more person. Mm-hmm. Uh, whew. Is anyone, you know, we've got a couple of keepers who have been in the league for a while. Zach McMath, Andre Blake, obviously. Uh, field players is definitely few and far between. Mm-hmm. Um, Pedro Ribeiro, he got a little bit of time. Richie Marquez, um, Raymond Lee had a game. That was exciting. <laughs> for uh, all the wrong reasons. Yeah, I'm going to go Marcus Epps. Okay. my last one. Cool. Okay. Um, all right, so my... My last pick, and this one's going to be maybe a bit of a wild card. I think I know. Can I guess who it is? Sure. Is it Santa Kumar? Yeah, it is. Yeah. He's because yeah. he. I mean, he's like he lights it up in USL, and I feel like he should eventually get a shot in MLS. But he, he was fun to watch when he would play for Bethlehem, and I think he's killing it. And I think New Mexico was was his, his last team. He might move and move since then, but yeah, that's he's going to be my my top striker or my yeah my top attacker. Yeah, yeah, he was he was the guy who I was kind of looking at, and uh, the only other one on the list who I was like, oh, maybe I could pick him, would be Kyle Nakazawa. Yeah, yeah, he he actually yeah, he was decent. I remember he was always the, the set piece guy. He always he was good on the set piece. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh Yarrow, if I wanted more defenders, but yeah, um, I, I too. I always liked Richie Marquez. I feel like he. Oh yeah, yeah. Kind of left the league early, earlier than I expected, but he was solid when he played with us. Um, that's that's yeah. When you're drafting it. only five, if you're drafting only five, you only want two defenders and then yeah. three guys kind of up top yeah, generally. Yeah. So, so yeah, my lineup is Keegan Rosenberry, Amobi Akugo in the back. Those two, and then three attackers would be Marcus Epps, Danny Mwanga, and Mr. Jack Mack. Nice. Read me yours real quick. So, yeah, so I have Ellie and Gaddis in the back. Then I have Farfan and Fabian and kind of like midfield attackers. And then Santi Moore up top. And that's Fabian Herbers, not... Oh, yeah, Fabian Herbers. Yeah. I was like, what the frick, you cheater? <laughs> Snuck him in. All right. Nice. Oh, that was, that was a nice little exercise and kind of sad at the same time. Yeah, a little bit. 
<laughs> All right, so we're going to end the podcast with a, a fun little activity. Our last draft. So far, I've done international draft, military draft, draft of drafts, and now beer drafts. Yes. So we're going to draft beers that we like to drink. We're going to come up with, I'm um, sure, pun-filled beer names for uh, union players. Um, I think we mostly stuck with current players, but uh, some former former players that I thought were easy ones were mm-hmm. the berries, Austin Berry and Berry, like a berry wheat type beer. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that's something you would drink, Luke. You probably like those little berry wheats. Love it. Oh, uh, we could do cereals, Crunch Berries. Uh, well, let's Captain not. Get... Whenever they do a cereal day, we'll do do that. Okay, cool, cool. I'll write it down. All right, Luke, so give me a beer name that you came up with based around okay. a union player. So it's a Kolsch. It's Kolschper Shaboko. Kolschper Shaboko. Nice. Yeah. All right. Cernofat. I didn't even think about using first names. So <laughs> good call. Nice. I like that. Um, uh, okay. I'll go. This one's a little bit of a stretch. Uh-huh. And, and I don't even think he's old enough to drink yet. So it's kind of dumb also. Um, Mark McKenzie's drinker. An easy drinking beer. I don't. I don't know. But Ken's easy. <laughs> I don't know. All right, your turn. All right, that, that's, that's rough. Um, so I. This is um a pale ale. It's pale ale Alejandro Padoya. Okay. Yeah. Another fir- another okay. first namer. Yep. Which is funny because my next one is also Padoya, but it's going to be kind of an ode to Kevin Kincaid's words that end in a. The Bedoyer Lager. Okay. Not bad, not bad. The Bedoyer Lager. Okay. So if you don't know that segment on his podcast, you're probably okay, actually. (laughs) All right. So my next one, I have have two more. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, so I have a Pilsner. It's Pilsenio? Pilsenio? Oh. Yeah? Get out of here. That's... Uh Shoot. We got to trademark these immediately after this podcast. Okay, and then my last my last um, one. Oh wait, do you have another? I have one more. One more. Go for it. Yeah. All right. I got the Warren Crevale. Okay. Not bad. Not bad. Serviceable. I, I thought it was pretty good. I saved it for my last one. That's a good one. Yeah. Warren Crevale. Uh huh. Yeah, that's good. I get enough credit over here. All right. <laughs> I, I just took one letter out of his name. That's all I did. <laughs> so uh, the next one, it's uh, Kai P A. Kai Wagner. Kai P A. Huh? Get out of here, man! Is These are all right. Let's let's we after we hang up. Uh, let's. I'm calling the Larimer, and they're gonna put these on. Yeah. Okay. Another one. Another, we'll one I, another one. I couldn't figure out, but like, there's gotta be one with like a hoppy word and like Anton Hoppa note. But I couldn't. Mm. I couldn't figure out how to how to get that one. But yeah, like hopping notes or something like. Uh-huh. Oh, let's talk about notes. Um. Yeah. Uh, it was recently 420. Um, so you could do something along the lines of CJ Sabong. Mm-hmm. It's from Sabong or something. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was something. Uh, any other? I'm kind of looking through the list because we like puns. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It, I mean, it, we have to mention the the actual Philly player beer, uh, the Sexy Season Saison. Oh yeah, that's right. That's so, right. I haven't had that one yet, but that's a, that's a 
Great name. Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of any. Looking at the list, nothing else pops out. Yeah, I'm sure. Any of our listeners, if you come up with a beer name with a player name, uh, tweet at us. We'll get it out there. We'll, we'll share rights with you. Yeah. Well, uh, that was the draft of Palooza. I think we we hit on several different kinds of drafts. I think we have four drafts tonight. That was fun. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening to Doopy Brothers. Um, we don't really know what's going on, so but we'll, we'll probably try to put out another pod next week. I don't know if we'll get an interview or we'll just make some more stuff up based on what's happening that day. Yeah, it's going to be fun or maybe a disaster, but tune in. Either way, you'll listen. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. It's the Duke Brothers, AJ and Luke. Be safe um, and take care. Union.